eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Alan and Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these ghosts. Let's hump the fence. It's Alan Jerry's post-game podcast. All right, we do a podcast on a Thursday. It's a, it's a gloomy Thursday, but you know why? There's lots of sunshine because tomorrow's Friday. What's up, Al? I had a thing I was getting in a little bit of a battle, Jerry, with uh, with some people on Twitter today. Over? Uh, it started with, uh, oh, the, the the story with the Alabama, the, okay. the Alabama basketball player who is... Uh, yeah, who Brandon played Miller. last night? Yeah, just as a quick background, uh, the Brandon Miller's his name. That's his name. He played last night, but he's involved has some sort of involvement in a murder case. Doesn't seem like he pulled the trigger, but he may have provided the gun. Blah right. blah, blah blah. And it got to me like I got so annoyed at the thought of defense lawyers who defend people. <laughs> and he looked like he saw a ghost. <laughs> Guess the bright <laughs> on air light. Didn't? That was funny. Um, this idea that like. As a defense lawyer, I said, if you're a defense lawyer who knows your client is guilty, mm-hmm. you are a scumbag if yeah. you take that case. That's, and it's, it's a very strange position because it's big business and everyone's got the right to a defense. But I'm, I'm with you. Like, how do you sleep at night if I know it's a job? But if you know you're defending someone that has either told you or the evidence is so overwhelming and there's DNA and it's a 99.9%, you know he's guilty. Exactly. Guy kills a mom and her kids and her husband. Like that whole notion to me is just laying down on it. You've got to be like, what am I doing with my life? Right. That you're going to find a loophole. Yeah. And, and of course, Twitter being Twitter, they're so stupid. They write back. Everyone deserves a right. Yeah, everyone does deserve a right. I'm everyone deserves a right to a defense. I'm saying I don't know how you choose to defend somebody that you know is guilty. Right. Then they go, "Well, they never ask." Uh, again, just like you said, you don't need to ask. If I see if I was defending OJ Simpson, I see the mountain of evidence against him. Right. There is no chance any of those lawyers, Johnny Co- Cochran among them, uh the Kardashian guy, mm-hmm. all those guys. Yeah, sure. Can't think of the other names. I only always think of Johnny Cochran. But and Robert had, Kardashian. Yeah, that Kardashian had uh, the, a bunch of uh, Lee Bailey loser. <laughs> I think they're all dead. By the way, mm. I think they're all dead. Really? 
I think I know Robert Kardashian passed away. Kardashian passed. Johnny Cochran's passed. Um, uh, Shapiro. He may still be alive. I don't think he is dead. Yeah, he's still alive. Effie Bailey's dead. Okay, I don't remember that name. May you all be. May you all be in heaven, being uh, haunted by Nicole's ghost, torturing you, jerks. Yeah, it's a very strange thing because then if you do get someone, I, I think in most cases they're not getting them out of jail or getting them off totally. I think it's a matter of reduced sentences to where, you know, depending upon the state you're in, you might be able to get someone life in prison as opposed to the death penalty. Instead of getting life in prison, you might get them down to 30 years in pr- in prison as opposed to having someone go free. Yeah, that's the problem I have. On a technicality. And then so uh, people on Twitter are like, but you're not supposed to, they don't ask whether you've uh, committed to crime. Yeah, but you know. And how about this? Especially if you're a lawyer, let's I don't say. know that they don't ask. Exactly. Let's I'm say not you, so sure about that. Let's say you came in, Jerry, and you said, uh, and I'm a lawyer. Of course I am. Very big lawyer. And you say, listen, I need defense. And I'd say, okay, well, what's going on? You go, there was a murder, da, da, da. I didn't do it. And I'd be like, listen, I'm going to try to get you free. You have got to tell me every single thing, no lies. You have to. So then you'd have to go, I did kill them, but here's the story. And then, so that I can work with that. Yeah, sure. That's where you're a scumbag. And especially if you, if, you, if you want to at least portray that you're innocent. If you're the defense attorney, you actually want them to tell you that they're innocent so you can fight for them. But I do think if they tell you, you're still working to get the numbers down a little bit. But I, I don't know, man. That, that really is a difficult profession. And then so then people were, were you know trying to nuance the thing. They're like, okay, well, what about this kind of crime? And I said, listen, just for violent crimes, mm-hmm. violent crimes. No, you're not you talking t- about a guy who smoked weed. No, and they always go to Craig. What about Craig? Craig wasn't a violent crime. So you want to uh, defend that? Fine. Made off. Fine. They, they give me all these examples. Sure. I'm talking about rape, murder, uh, things with kids, all this crap. Yeah, yeah. Of course. Not drugs. Not, if there's a violent crime and you defend that person knowing that they did it, mm-hmm. you are a scumbag. Yep. Thank you. Husband that beats up his wife. Yeah. Things of that nature. Exactly, Jerry. Yeah, no, I hear you. I totally understand. Oh, so you had a good time this morning. All right. <laughs> I was battling on Twitter. I'm sure you were. I have found it's weird, and I I got to get out of this pattern. I have found that I don't even put I'm not even logging into Twitter in the morning, which is not a good thing. Yeah, you like that's to see what's re- going on. Yeah, that's where news breaks, and I know that. And so I shouldn't say I don't log in. I log in when I get here. I'm very rarely looking at it because you know what I've been on recently more times than not now looking for sound is YouTube. Oh, really? YouTube posts. So many of these podcasts, because a lot of these podcasts are now video shows. Let's, let's call them what they are. I know we call them podcasts, but when you put, like, the Kelsey brothers, when they're putting thousands of dollars into their cameras and the production of the quote-unquote podcast, it's an online show is what it is that's taped. Let's, let's be honest. It's not a just a podcast of audio. It's more than that. Joe Rogan's not a podcast. Joe Rogan's doing a goddamn three-hour, really nicely put-together video show. That's what that is. And so all of these things, not the Spotify exclusives, but most of them are on YouTube. And so I'm on YouTube. I would say, my God, I get here at 4.15. I'm on YouTube for three hours every morning now looking for audio. That's how I found the Alabama coach. That's how I found the Alabama athletic director. God knows we didn't have any. We had some, but not all of it. 
I, I, Twitter's like to me, I don't know. Hmm. And I'm also not battling people on it. Which is a good yeah. Thing. Yeah. I feel like if I'm looking for a, a snippet soundbite in particular, like you like to go through things to get things that fit for the show. For sure. But if it's just something like, did you see this thing going viral? That's a, a quick Twitter thing. No doubt. There's no, but I guess my point is it used to be on the screen. Yeah. Nonstop from the moment I got here until I left. And I continue to update and scroll. Oh, well, 202 new, hit it. Now, I, maybe once an hour I go look yeah. at it. Did I miss anything? Right. Uh, and then the thing uh, hmm, on the radio and today with the Vajankle. Yeah, I didn't hear. I know what it was going on because I saw the guys coming in. Yeah. I was, at that point, I was editing moment of the day. I did not hear this. I got to tell you, if they don't get a call from CBS today about some content that goes on their television, they're never getting a call. Oh, okay. That's all. Because of the subject, just, the matter. Yeah. I get uncomfortable with that that stuff being on TV. Right, not radio. No, it's, it's funny. a different thing than radio. I don't know. There's there's a different thing to me than radio than TV. Because TV, I feel like they're more... like They, get, they don't give us video like we want to post something. Right. Like, it's got to be the most boring uh, here like they'll send uh hey we want to put up a clip of joe kleckel they'll send that but it's like i want to put up a clip of al doing something stupid they don't want to send that they don't like that stuff being out there so the fact that this one flying for like two hours if they don't call them today just go hey come then they're never calling i guess so yeah that's my take on it i just uh, it's just weird because they're like to me today they're like hey can you get rid of the feet Uh, yeah but it was on your air for two hours today (laughs) <laughs> Call them. Oh, you mean after the show they asked you to get rid of it? They go, hey, for tomorrow, let's not do the feet. <laughs> yeah. I'm I good like with what it. a weird spot to put Steven in. I yes. can hear that. Yes. Hey, Steven. <laughs> yeah, so I don't know. I, sometimes I get uncomfortable with that stuff. Because I'll be, well, because to me, while it's not much money, it's free money being on TV. Well, sure. Why, it's part of the deal. So why do something stupid that would upset them? That's what I always look at. I hear you. You know what I mean? Did you make these comments or ideas or thoughts known at the time or not really? No, because that's not my place. I do it here, but no one hears this. (laughs) (laughs) That's not true. That is not true. I make my comments known here, Jerry. People do hear this. Yeah. No, I don't like that. I don't want to be the poo-pooer while it's going on. I got you. I'll I'll enjoy it, but it just seems weird. All right. It's just a little weird. I got you. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates – Price and coverage match limited by state law. Radio is also weird in that it's the one thing where, like, we don't have to run anything by anybody. You know what I mean? Like, I can't go... If I was a DJ on CBS FM, Mm -hmm. and on the next song to play sheet was Glory Days by Bruce Springsteen. Right. And I decided, I'd rather hear Dancing in the Dark. And I did that. They'd be furious. Yeah, they wouldn't be happy if they you go. Oh, trust me, I live that life. I know. Yeah, right. I we know. were both the radio DJs. Yep. But here, it's like no clue what you're doing for four hours, and 
Well, no I, one seems to. I, I think part of ask. that. I do think part of that is the trust that Spike has in the yeah. show and the track record of the show. But why can't you trust the DJ playing uh, good tunes? I don't see. I don't know. And this would be a good question for a former music program director. Yeah. I don't know what goes into the rotation of the songs. I don't know if they've got a report a song was played back to the record label. I don't know how that works. Right. All I know is, and I told you, I omitted the Spin Doctors three times in a row back in 2000, whatever the hell it was, 1999 on FM 106.3. And I don't think my boss heard it or realized the first two times I did it, but he was. it was very noticeable to him that I bypassed them the third time, this third straight day. He was so angry with me. He suspended me for a day. You were anti-spin doctors. After I went to see them. You were like, enough of these because guys. Because all they did was tell us they were the spin doctors. I think they were high. I don't know what was going on. We're the spin doctors. And I also didn't think the song fit the format. Which one was it? It was... Uh, they had Little Miss Campy wrong. They had... Uh, it was no. Little Miss Campy But No, wrong. but it might have been that one. I just didn't think the spin doctors were... To me, if, if K-Rock didn't play them... I didn't think we should be playing. They them. weren't manly enough. No, I thought I thought it was a I thought it was more of a poppy song. Was it two princes? One, two. No, I think it was princes, the first one you said. And then there was Jimmy Olsen's blues. Okay. No, I think it was the I first ain't one. Your Superman. I think it was Little Miss. Little Miss can't be wrong. Yeah. Yeah, I remember Booker one time stopped the smashing pumpkin song in the middle. He's like, I can't do this anymore. <laughs> Why? <laughs> it was one of the, it was Just the enough. same smashing pumpkin yeah. song over and over and over and over. But again, over I don't know the relationship with the station and the record labels. Right. There could be something there, and yeah. I will tell you that I got, I got reamed out for that. Does it, Mister Recco? Uh, you are to play the spin doctor. I believe he said he goes. Is there a problem with your eyesight? Oh, it was something like that. I'm like, excuse me. He goes, because clearly you're not seeing the spin doctors. I'm like, no, I don't want to play them. Hmm. Like, I don't think they belong on this station. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, you don't belong here tomorrow. Wow. I was like, excuse me. Good day, sir. Goes, Let's take a day to think about it. We'll see you Thursday. I was like. Really? All right. Hey, honey, I'm off tomorrow. <laughs> and the worst part of that was, no joke, this was when I was in between jobs. My only jobs was that, and I was cutting tape here on Friday nights because I had given up my full-time status as a as a board op with Joe. I stayed on on Friday nights to never leave. I wanted to make sure I still had my foot in the door, but I didn't want to be an overnight board op anymore. And the only way I thought things would get better is if I accepted this, this quote-unquote full-time, by full-time I mean five mornings a week, I accepted the position to at least be on the air, and it worked out because I did some sports stuff, and I kept kept annoying spits with tapes, and I ultimately got back on air the next time around. But, yeah, that was I, – I got suspended for a day without pay. How about that? You know how much money I was making? Not much. This is when I was asking my wife if it was all right if I went and hit balls at the golf range. Where you had to ask for $4? Uh, four and a quarter. <laughs> I think I was making, no joke, I if I remember correctly, I was making $11 an hour at that station. And all I got paid for was, we went on from 6 to 10. I only got paid from 5.30 to 10. Yeah. Didn't matter that I showed up at 4.30. It was unbelievable. Yeah, they had you by the hour there, Jerry. Oh, my God, terrible. Uh, how was your, your trip to the Princeton Longevity Center yesterday? Amazing. A long, I mean, it was a long ride. It is. Uh, yeah, I mean, it was... It's out in the middle. It's by Princeton University, a little bit beyond that. Um, but it's very nice. They got a lot of space. It's weird because the build, the office building they're in is clearly half empty because of the pandemic. Really? So they've got their facility, and you go across the hall where the scans are done, and then you're walking past this door where there's all this open space, office space that no one's using. But it's really nice, and they were very – they heard us talking about it. 
so one of the doctors there, I guess, or whatever he was there, he came out and greeted me. He heard that I was going to be there. And then I said, well, you know, Al's going to be here next week. Very excited that you're going to be there oh, next nice. week. Oh, nice. So, yeah, yeah. So it was good. But it's, I was in and out in four or five minutes. With all your scans. Now, did you see your scans yet? No. Okay. No, they send me the scans, and I have a Zoom meeting to go over the scans with a doctor next week. Oh, okay. So soon enough. Nice. Yes, yeah, soon enough. I went yesterday to get my uh, a quick uh, PSA blood test for okay. prostate cancer screening. Yeah. And uh, as I was sitting here this morning, the test results came up and I had, could log in to get my yeah. results. And part of me was like, do I log in now in the middle of the show? Or do you wait till you're home? What if the levels are all screwed up? Well, but it ain't going to change between now and you're home. Right, but I feel like... Had the levels been off and I, they were good levels, had the levels been off and I saw that during the show, it would throw me off. I know. So what did you do? I, I, I looked at it. And they're they good. fine, yeah. All right, good for you. So then I felt good. So no finger in the butt. No, I'm not getting a finger in the butt this year, boys. What about Friday night? <laughs> Definitely not Friday night, Jerry. <laughs> All right. So I was happy I, I am, about that. It's funny you say that because I have to call my uh, urologist today. Oof. I was in a good routine with him where I was going like I was supposed to and then... Um, sorry. And then I got COVID and I got it bad for like a solid nine, 10 days. Yeah. And then when I called them, tell them I had COVID, I had to cancel the appointment. She says, well, she goes, great. Thank you for calling. She goes, let's wait three or four weeks, get it out of your system. And if no one else in your house gets it, let's call us back. And, and then travel baseball started. And then next thing you know, it was summertime. I'm like, holy crap. I haven't been back in over a year. So I actually had a little note in my phone to call the urologist. Oh, is that right? To get, it's a year since I went. It was literally... It was right around this time last year that I canceled. It was like December, January when I got COVID again. And I, yeah, and I canceled. I haven't been back. All right. But I need to do that. I need to schedule my colonoscopy too. Oh. I know. Me too. I got to do one this year. Yeah. And I'm not, as much as I love that Princeton Longevity Center. Yeah. I'm not spending the extra money for a virtual the one. Virtual. When I know the insurance will pick up a real one that I need to get done. So right. I'm just going to go. Plus, you really want air blown in your ass? I don't. I mean, but also, if you would have said, "Do you really want this large tube put up your butt?" Uh, I'd also, fair point. I'd also say no to that. You know what? That's a good point. Yeah. Now there's really a great option. Yeah. So I'll take the one that's more traditional. And then I also, real quick, I went to the vet yesterday with my dog. Yeah. yeah. She has something wrong with her neck, some sort of strained neck of some sort. Okay. So they're like, "Oh, you know, there's two things we could do. We could uh, uh, put her on this uh, uh, steroid, like the prednisone, yeah, and then some other. I'm not sure what a prednisone does. I know it's a steroid. I don't either." But then they gave her medicine for pain as well. Okay. They go, or you see if this works. And if this doesn't work, we go to step two. Or you can go to step two now. There is availability in the MRI room okay. right, right now. That's not going to be cheap. Yeah. I, I I was not prepared for the amount of money it would cost to get a dog MRI. $6,000? <laughs> what? <laughs> Doesn't even make sense. I don't know what cost six thousand dollars. What is six thousand dollars for? I don't know. The picture. They're paying for their unit. I would. I don't know. I would think for me to get an MRI, it would be less than six thousand dollars. I guess I'm wrong. I would hope you're wrong if they're charging the dog six thousand dollars. And could I get a combo? Could I hold my dog, and we both get MRI'd? I'll tell you this too. If you remember, it's probably now. So Callie is. Five, I want to say. Yeah, because I got her when I was filling in after Craig got arrested. It sounds weird saying that, but sure. that is true. So she's five and a half or so. So 
a year prior to her, her little Dahlia died, um, sadly, from uh, feline cancer or whatever it was. She was only two years old. And I remember taking her um, to this brand new facility for for care. And we kind of really liked the place. So then when our other cat got sick, probably three years ago now, instead of going to our normal place, I went to this place because they had, they just had great facilities. And it was after hours, so I just bypassed our normal place, which turned out to be the right thing because they're gone at 6 o'clock. So they didn't know what was wrong with them. So they do all this testing. I'm going to go look at the receipt, which I still have. I want to see if there was an MRI because that bill, <laughs> that bill was $5,400. And I only know how much the bill was because I literally, that's one that went on a credit card. Yeah. I just paid that off about six, seven weeks Damn. ago. Yeah. A vet bill? A vet bill. Now, he stayed over two nights and there was so much testing. There had to have been an MRI in there, and that, that bill wasn't six grand. I guess if I can find it. Smaller, it goes through a smaller MRI machine. I, I've got a large MRI dog. machine's an MRI machine. Yeah, and can't you just stick the dog's neck in the MRI machine? Why we got to put the whole dog in there? I don't know. Well, I, I know, think Jerry. that's probably what it would be. It oh, would just be the, the neck. Yeah, I think that's all they go to. I like I, when I had the MRI done for what I have an MRI done for recently. Your back. My back. My back. They don't go beyond my balls. I mean, <laughs> they stop when they get to the back. They didn't then... MRI your balls? No. No, my legs are out of the tube. So I don't think they do the whole body. Yeah. I don't think. So I think the dog, if you lay her down, they mm-hmm. can just go to her shoulders. I wonder if you did an MRI of her neck and my neck. I could pick out whose was whose. I don't know. They're both pretty long. Long necks. All right, Jerry, let's do the warm-up program. All right. Now, tomorrow's Friday. Will you it be is. here? Yes, I'll be I here. will be here. You'll be here. I will be. Uh, we'll have a good old, good old time for right ourselves, on. Jerry. So.